You staying home tonight? I hadn't planned on it, no. Plan on it. Welcome, everyone, to another fantastic episode. Well, let's say the first episode, the first of many fantastic episodes of Conprov. Um, joining with me today in the studio, literally a studio apartment, is uh, Isaac Borgo. Hello. Hey. It's good to be here. Welcome there. Man, you've got a sexy voice. Thank is you. Is it always that sexy, or is that just uh, the podcast? I actually have a cold. <laughs> So, uh, for all of our lovely listeners at home and on the bus and uh, to work, um, he uh, said he had a cold, but then he picked up a cold beverage, so I thought that was going somewhere. Um, okay, so here's what we're going to do. Um, I have got Stephen King, Carrie, and according to the cover, it's a number one bestseller, soon to be a major motion picture. Looking forward to that. I think um, they're talking about the shitty one. Oh, the one that already happened. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to flip through. I'm going to get a word at random, and uh, it's going to inspire us to do a word association. We'll play around with that a little bit. Maybe I'll speed it up because we all know how exciting it is for people to listen, to have people associate words, and then we'll fucking have a convo, right? Convo prov. That's what this is all about. Conversational improv. Uh, okay, are you ready? I'm very ready. Okay, all right. Keep your pants on. Um, okay, so the word is window. Window. Washer. Black gown. Panties. Mild-mannered librarian. Panties. Eighth grade prepubescent boy. Backpack. Oh, uh, skater. Uh, rollerblader. Rosies. You just get to you get to pick any word you want. <laughs> no, I'm following an association <laughs> here. Do you not remember I, Rosies? I'm missing Rosies. all the associations. Um, okay. I guess panties is easy. Panties is pretty easy. Yeah, it's not very fair. These shoes look like they were made for like third world war combat, and they had the tiniest wheels. They look like little thimbles on these shoes, and so literally it was ten times harder to skate with them than actually walk but the idea was is that you could basically like jump on anything or slide down anything with your jinko pants are those jinko pants you're wearing right now these are levi's oh okay all right i think you're right i think old-fashioned brand levi's levi bought jinko was that we can we can wikipedia that later I (laughs) (laughs) i think we've got our our starting seeds here um did you spend a lot of time growing up in libraries, just like checking out books and other girls and why? Because of the word association. Yeah, just because that's something that popped into my head. I mean, I know, I know that you're you, you seem to be an avid fan of like I, screenplays and writing, and so I I'm used wondering. To only get books for Christmas every Christmas. It was just books. Just no, there was yeah. In my house, there was almost no toys around. It was always books. No toys, huh? So my parents would be like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'd be like, well, I really want Spider-Man in a little action. And it was a, ended up being a book. And it wasn't Spider-Man book either. Were, 
Were your parents communists or were they a member of the Nazi party? I don't, they were just weird, reedy book people, I guess. Uh, okay. No, they're both, both of my parents are pretty not very literate. So it's maybe a full swing. I see. So they, they wanted to live vicariously through I, you and, I, and in a sense also learn what that word meant. I think that was it. My mom, I was homeschooled. What? I was homeschooled until <laughs> <laughs> fifth grade. What? Oh my God. I was Whoa. I was homeschooled. Stop the podcast presses. So um, that's the, okay, inter- hold that's on. the interesting. Let's, yeah, go ahead. Well, that's the interesting thing about technology. Okay, it almost has nothing to do with it. But yeah, hold on. I was like, we're getting off I, topic. You're I, being homeschooled by a woman that is illiterate. Well, that's, <laughs> Let's get that's, that's exactly that. the point. I get texts and my mom has no idea the difference between their, they are, their, whatever, the three versions. Okay, right. No idea how to differentiate between those, except for she taught me how to do it at one point. So at one point she was like looking through a fucking book like, <laughs> oh, oh, I always was wondering about that. Even though it was a book written for educating a fucking second grader, right? Yeah. Um. So hold on. How many? How many uh, brothers and sisters? How many siblings did you grow up with? I uh, have a twin brother, a younger sister, and then at that point we were sort of a nuclear family with with a little defect with the with the twin brother. Yeah, it's kind of like a mutation. Yeah. So it's even more nuclear. Exactly. But then it was yeah. like your doppelganger. But then I had a little brother. So oh, okay, so it's four of you guys, and did your mother homeschool all of you up to a certain age, or was it during a certain year? And then she said, "Fuck it, yeah, time for the red brick schoolhouse." She just wanted to uh, get get back into school, get herself an education, nursing school. Was she um, reading you guys books about becoming a nurse? Was she was that her vocation that she wanted all of her children to do, or was this? No, she. Um, I when I was really young, I used to have to because I was homeschooled too, I used to have to do book reports, but we were reading big books. Like I was reading all of King Arthur when I was really young and writing, you know, like a 10 page report uh, to my father essentially right away. So, I mean, that kind of demand really, I think helped with, with writing. Was your dad, so still I'm, I'm amazed that your, your parents were homeschooling (laughs) you with basically no information right that's like me leading gotta, a course on sailing right i'm it, like all right everyone yeah. does everyone have their boats okay uh, that's just about it that's a really good analogy if it, if your parents were scientologists and they were doing that for creepy religious reasons okay parents not big readers themselves but uh, certainly want to inspire their children so you and your brother twin brother twin went brother. to school went to school at the same time that's obviously right. because you guys were seconds apart was it ever confusing? Like, did your mom ever take role in like one of you guys? We were a minute and eighteen seconds. Oh, apart. but are you? Are you? You're not identical twins. We're identical. Oh, that's. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, did you guys do any like weird, creepy jokes or shit no. on your mom and no. be like Isaac is dead? She's like, what? Maybe we did do that. I thought you were gonna say. Everybody asks, like, did you? sit in each other's classes did you go to work for each other oh right and usually when that happens me and my twin brother just sort of pause and we we look at each other for a minute just kind of stare at each other and then go sister sister (laughs) (laughs) um was your mother black no okay father no big penis uh i you know it's a good question i don't know i remember i'll ask my mom yeah that is odd so what 
what sort of made uh, mother feel like it was time for you guys to move on? Like, did you did she just feel like you were outgrowing and outlearning and outpacing her in terms of your your ability? Like, I, fifth grade was sort of the ex- the extent of what she could handle. Well, so honestly, I think that it actually is really good for kids to a certain degree because um, you, I mean, they talk about class size and stuff like that. They want to limit class sizes to just a few, just you know, ten or so. But they can't do that. It has to be thirty. So I think it is a really good experience for like fundamentals, reading, writing, that kind of stuff, maybe math. But uh, I don't think it's good for any sort of even low-level higher education like high school. Mm-hmm. So in in effect, I think it was good for that. But I, I think the only reason that we were let go out into the the world to pick up some late bloomer social skills was was like financial reasons. Was that an awkward conversation your mother had to have with your guardian or parent, right? Did she have to like call your dad into her office and say, well, you know, we've we've really enjoyed having Isaac as a student here, um, but uh, we just, we can't, we can't do this anymore. This isn't working. It's, uh, it's, it's more us than, than him. Uh, that must've been a tough conversation to your, for your parents to have with your parents. I, I mean, I blame my little brother. Mm. Yeah. Eating too much food, really. Was he a chub growing up? <laughs> Actually, no. He was a runt. Really? All the way. Really? And the, the his whole childhood, he goes, you know, one day I'm just going to... Because he didn't, he didn't drink milk either. Oh, okay. He's not... He claimed to be lactose intolerant. He's not. But he, he hated it. And so he'd always go like... Asian? No. No. Okay. No. Well, I know that they have problems. Yeah. But I'm not. Okay. We're not Asian. Right. We were we were uh we were lax Asian. But anyways, uh my little brother <laughs> would always say that uh he'd grow up and and beat the shit out of us. Me and my twin brother, and we'd always just sit there and go, "You don't even drink your milk." There's no way that's going to happen. I go off to college and 4 years later, he's a fucking giant. What a jerk. Was he um was he doing the the smack or the teen or whatever they call it the heroin? the roids? No, no. Smack is I think that's heroin. I think that is heroin. I meant to say um, you grew up in San Francisco. Yeah. Well, there was no uh, there was no smack to be found. There's plenty of ecstasy. A lot of probably ecstasy. I remember when I was um, in high school at the end of high school. I think that's where like the big raves were becoming much more popular, or maybe the fact that it was it was possible to actually get to these raves it would be at the cow palace but i had never any single desire to get out to them they just seemed like sleazy and just full of asians and i wondered how that was any different than my actual high school it is interesting meeting girls out here because it almost seems like most of them that's a part of their past which is really bizarre and it's almost a point where like you just have to accept it but then part of me thinks like why are they still perpetuating that like why do they still tell people that they went to those raves and they did a bunch of drugs and they obviously made out with men like four times their age mm-hmm. um if not more i remember those days the making out with men four times your age so here's a question <laughs> what is it with particularly old dudes and smell right like it like i'm talking literally everything about them smells like i think their their skin just sort of exudes this this sort of toxic uh, uh, odor, um, their mouth becomes horrendous, and it's got to it's got to 
happen over but, decades. But so, right? no, I don't know. When does that happen? So that that's what I worry about, right? Like, I wonder, like, is it already happening to me? And my my fiance is just too kind and and too nice, and she's not acknowledging it. That like I'm already I an think, old smelly dude. I think dude. you would notice it because it's happening to me. Oh, really? It is. Yeah. So I sweat way more often, even when I'm not hot. I just sweat, uh, and I was like, and and sometimes that smells, and I'm like. Why am I such a smelly bastard all of a sudden? And I think, <laughs> I think it's just getting older. But but at first I was like, well, I'm out of shape. But then I know people who are in really good shape, and they start telling me the same things. Like, yeah, I just sweat all the time, and I smell like like dirt, and I, and yeah. So I that really killed my most of my uh, motivation to get in better shape. I just want not to smell. That that's I think that's a I think that's generally a good a good call for to not um, lead a healthy active lifestyle is avoidance of just being smelly, but um, but yeah the the weird thing is that I think I've noticed more mornings where I wake up with just a very foul smelling mouth like really foul like like I mean I sleep with my mouth open already I have gum over there if you okay I may I may help myself to that. Right next to Brain Droppings by George Carlin. That's right. I'll pick up a good read as well as I'm over there. But I, I'm i a mouth breather. And, well, I should say this. I'm I'm more of a closet mouth breather. So during the day, I feel like I'm living a lie. Like yeah, I'm, nobody's noticed. I'm walking around. <laughs> Shut up. I'm walking around. I have this active neural response where anytime I catch myself with my mouth open, I think like, are you running? And if I'm not running, then the next question is, are you eating? And if I'm not eating, I think that fucking trap should be shut. Now that you've mentioned it, I can think of times where I've seen you with your mouth open. And I'm like, (laughs) Sean is about to tell a joke or he just thought of something amazing. Like he just came on some discovery. Like, and that's, that's the, that's the myth that I hope I'm. Is that why you got a doctorate? That's yeah. That's that's why that is why I realized is that. If I'm going to go through life and I'm going to have my mouth open for much of that life, I better make people think that I'm just a genius and I've got these amazing thoughts just, per, you know, generating and perpetuating in my head or else I'm going to look like a bucktooth boondog animal. And usually your discovery is that they have San Pellegrino at the at the vending machine. It is. It is. And then I make sure I tell everyone that they've got uh, Pellegrino. Um, and that I'm willing to buy the buy the room first uh, round the first round of dollar drinks. You're that guy at the bar who buys the first round and then hopes that they get drunk enough so that they buy like seven every rounds. every seven eight rounds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, of soda water though. So oh. that's but I mean I don't I'm not a cheap guy so I definitely splurge and I get the limes. You're just trying to lube up the pipes. So yeah, the more drinks exactly. end up. Well, you know I figure you get hydrated and then you you can actually do some damage with the real booze. But getting back to my mouth breathing, because that's really what we're all here about, obviously today. Um, I, 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 so I, I go through that uh, logic tree in my head, right? Like when I catch myself with my mouth open, like, is it? Am I eating? Am I working out? Or there are no other excuses. And every time I'm like, shut that fat trap. You look like an idiot. And I spend so much of my mental activity and mental horsepower thinking about how much time I'm keeping my mouth open that I think if I could just like wire my jaw shut and just drink smoothies all day long and eat ice cream, 
I would probably be a much more prolific and uh, person that would contribute and go further in their career. You think so? I think so. Maybe you should just put like a like a step in front of your desk. You know, I'm, I know people do like treadmill desks, but you could just do step aerobics while you're working and then no, oh, everybody would. Oh, that yeah. is an excellent idea because, you know. That, there's a reason to, to leave your mouth open. People would come in, they'd look at me and I would just point to my mouth and then they would do that head tilt of where's where's this going and then i would call them around to then see from my side of the desk that i'm doing some step aerobics and they're exactly. like oh i get it he's not a he's not a buffoon he's he's working out back there um that's a very good point actually or even even simpler than that i mean that that when you think about it there's a lot of steps involved right like i first have to show them that my mouth's open and once they sort of start wondering about that then i bring them around to the back of my desk and then i make them sort of crawl and get under there and point out that and i feel like that could have some uh connotations of harassment um so what about this what if i get one of those um those hand uh exercise kits right where you just like you squeeze the grippers that would probably work that would probably work not as cardiovascular that i'm really looking for they don't have a toe equivalent you think you could do that if they made a toe equivalent? I, pr- I actually, have you seen these things? They are pretty big. Yeah, I've got, I'm barefoot right now. It looks like you've got five big toes <laughs> <laughs> all mashed on the same foot. But I have huge, big, big toes. And I didn't even realize that until I went to college. And you were in your toe or I never, or? I never wore sandals. until I never wore hats or sandals until I went to college, huh. ever. But then I started wearing sandals and people were like, you have a gigantic big toe. Like why? And I'd be like, no, it's just like everybody else's because I was homeschooled. And That's uh, probably because your mom was such a strict disciplinarian, right? She was like, Isaac, take off that hat. Isaac, put on a shoe. <laughs> I don't want to see those goddamn <laughs> alien. Well, no, I think everybody in my family has gigantic toes. Mm. It's probably a sign of royalty or maybe inbred. Yeah possible either way you're probably set up for life though. one of my cousins i swear to god could play piano with his toes are you serious yeah just his toes what were we talking about earlier we're talking about nose breathing oh and right advantages oh yeah socially oh yeah and the reason why we were talking about that was because we were talking also about men getting smelly right. as they get older um and i think i think for me the thing that's most troubling is that because i'm a mouth breather i go to bed and it's really like it's I think it's equivalent to to a girl just sort of unbuttoning their pants at the end of the day. Right. Just like letting it all out and being like, oh, like this feels great. I have that same ah uh, moment when I go to bed because I can lie on my back and I let my jaw sort of flap as big as it can. And it looks like I'm out there trying to like catch flies. And so I spend, you know, <laughs> six, seven, eight hours asleep. But that six, seven, eight hours of me just having my mouth open to the point where it's like a small stadium, right? Like a small estadio. I think I sleep with my mouth closed. But let me tell you why you're doing the better move. And that's because I wake up and I have the raunchiest, driest, oddest smelling mouth to the point where I've had to brush my teeth twice. Is your tongue like a dry sponge at that point? My tongue is like a cactus. It's weird. It's like a cactus that's raping my teeth. How does your fiance feel about that? Um, she's kind of into it. But I think our version of foreplay is just looking at each other. And that's really 
all we really need. And we're then, more, we're and then more going to a, work. Yeah, we're more of a sort of main course kind of kind of couple, which uh, I definitely appreciate. Because um, uh, sometimes you just get filled up on salad, and you think, "Why did I order a steak?" Right? And I hate being in that situation. <laughs> I think that women maybe like those smells, right? They like older guys. They like Sean Connerys. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they're... Well, hold on. No, no, no. Wait, wait. I take that back. I don't think women uh, uh, like those smells. I think they like the... Um, who's that super dreamy guy? Not Sean Connery, but... There's, um, what, George Clooney? G- George Clooney. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. So, like, the Georges. My like, other doppelganger. I, I think you guys do have a striking resemblance. Yeah. I was going to say. He probably has a huge fucking toe as well. <laughs> he might. I just... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, and he doesn't seem like a kind of guy that would wear hats. So here's what I'm worried about, too, is that, you know, I've thought, well, women get kind of stinky, too, right? They kind of get that old grandma smell where everything either smells like pee or mothballs. Okay. Or somewhere in between. But Baby powder? Who? Why do adults use baby powder? It doesn't make any In their shoes, I think some people do. You know, I don't do it, but I'm not going to knock it because I think I'm probably within a couple years of that. (laughs) Um, depending upon the level of just my sleep and circadian rhythm or whatever that's going on but i have days where my feet will just sweat that's interesting i i don't i don't know that might be a phenomenon i had too so what would your demands be with say a future future gal where you've got smelliness i'm willing i'm willing to do this but Mm. you've got to sacrifice things for me She's like, after this, I need you to smell like urine. And it can either be you urinating on yourself or she urinating on you. Yeah. But she's like, one of us is coming out dirty. Does she, did, let's just hypothetically, did, did she read the Twilight series? Let's say yes. Okay, well, it's a, that's a deal breaker. Oh, okay. But yeah. otherwise, yeah. Whatever. Okay, hold on, hold on. It's a choose your own adventure. Let's go back, let's go back. Uh, let's go back. Let's say no. Okay, did she does she like rom-coms? How how let's, much? Let's, how much does she like rom-coms? Uh on a scale of a scale of 1 to 10, is it 2? Cuz I could do it Well, two. define your scale. I still don't know what's what. 10 is like like how many rom-coms do you see in a 10-year period? Oh, so you want to know her number. Yeah. You're so asking for her number. Is it 10? Mm, Cuz that's, that's a really private that's question a, for a lot of girls, too but too many. So, I would say 6. So, a little on that hedge side, but not. She like point. really high or drunk when she when she watched them. Yeah. Uh no, but she was probably eating a lot of chocolate and popcorn. Okay, because she was upset. Yes, it, it was the upset time. It of was the month. driven. It was driven by external stimuli. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all right. I'll smell like urine. Okay. Growing up, how much younger was your sister than the than the two twins? year and a half so she probably wasn't totally out of your age group was there ever an idea that either you or your brother had of like well this is sort of a small pond and this pond only has excluding your mother it only has a fish right just sort of swimming around and you know where she lives this is like back to old timey days right you know where she showers that's true was there ever a well okay i know it's weird but if i could just catch her in the shower this is another that would be kind of cool probably another good reason to stop it at fifth grade <laughs> that's think, a good point i think she nailed it i think my mom nailed it that was i think that's the great thing about you know getting out to public schools there's so many other girls that i can you know try to see naked or try to to, to grope and 
Did you, so, okay, when you started public schools, did you then move in with those families just because that's how it was always done? Did, did you I, just, I just lived at the school at that point. Oh, okay. So it's still kind of <laughs> like homeschool. So instead of homeschool, it just became school school. Yeah. Right? You sort of gave up your home because like the first, what, nine years of your life, you only had home and now it was only school to sort of compensate. I've always been really close to my teachers. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's kind of... How close? I'd say like maybe two, three feet. I... I lived in Napa, so I did actually end up at parties with some of my teachers. Really? Yeah. I bet they were foxes. Yeah, some of them were. Yeah. Damn I didn't. It. I had an English teacher with a lower back tattoo, and then later in life, I dated an English teacher with a lower back tattoo. Wow, the same so, one? N- not the same one. Did no. they know each other? I don't think so. I can ask. Hmm. Or I can't ask. She doesn't return my calls. Yeah. yeah. Life's funny like that. I'm still so uh, intrigued by this homeschooling thing, but did your mother homeschool your younger sister and your youngest brother? Yeah, both of them, yeah. Up to the age of five? Up to, so we all stopped at the same time, so they got less of it. Oh, okay, I see. Which is, I mean, it's why my, my sister and my little brother are certainly stupider than I am. Right. No, I I could see that. Mm-hmm. I've even told it to his face before when he, I see him around the other office. People, yeah, he's married though, right? He is married. Proof I positive. Guess, yeah, exactly. Right. Sometimes it helps to have a little less smarts. I think so. Little 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 more hearts, right? I think I think that's the that's, case. That's what the good also, Lord says. Also, creepy religious reasons. By the girl or by the the marriage? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not instituted by your family, probably so much. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like a family demand. Okay. Yeah. No. Well, she. Is she hot? She's she's great, yeah. Okay. All right. Well she's one precocious little nineteen year old. Really? Yeah. Wait, how old was he? Actually she's probably like I think she's almost twenty one now, but Okay. But nice. yeah, I think he was twenty five and she was nineteen. Wow. So it's barely legal. Yeah. Wow. I went on I went on a date with a nineteen year old How long ago? <laughs> a, maybe a year. Okay. Ago. So, so I was twenty eight. Okay. No, I was twenty nine. So that was pretty weird. What'd you guys talk about? Like the I was trying to avoid talking about how much I feel like her older brother because mm. that's immediately what I was thinking as soon as I met her Yeah, and during the entire date. Did you just start making out with her because you, then you told her about how like you guys were homeschooled and there wasn't a lot of fish and you had to make out with your younger sister? And I just wanted to tell her things. I was like, life things. She was a smart girl, but it's like that that was the instinct that was coming out. Like, I'm your father or I'm yeah. your... I'm your older brother. I'm like, I almost want to give her dating advice. Like, you know, definitely put some condoms in your purse and, and yeah, look out for guys with facial tattoos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you give her advice like in bed? Like, oh, guys love it when we, you do you know this. What? And we didn't get that far. Mm. No. Yeah. It's probably better yeah. that way. Being like, what, 18 months shy of committing a, a serious crime. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, in the eyes of the law, but right. I mean, that's essentially a moral not, crime. Not the Lord. Yeah, not the Lord. The Lord's totally cool with all that stuff. So, when you were uh, raised, did you have sort of this overshadowing of of religion, or were you religious? Church, any of that stuff? I was really religious, but I, um, or I don't know. It's hard to say. I, I was religious, but nobody at my church liked me that much. Oh man, really? It, yeah, I asked too many questions. Was it like, were you holding them up like in mass? It was, it was logical stuff. I mean, it was like, what, what did Noah do if there was a leak on his, his boat? Right. They get really upset about that. Yeah. It was more, it was certainly more, uh, philosophical stuff. But 
about leaks because you obviously weren't asking about an actual physical leak in his boat but you were asking about like you know sort of the like, metaphorical leak right sure like, what if there was anarchy on the ship right. and there was uh you know or or how did he how did he fit a million species of beetles so two million two by two so two million beetles on that boat that must have been god i just extremely uncomfortable i would have lost my mind yeah talk about i mean he seems to be more like the real jesus right just putting up with all those creatures yeah oh jeez 40 days and 40 nights I can imagine had, you had, had to like go all to those snakes and poisonous spiders that's and right and lions so he'd have to go to the lions did he bring uh people with him did he bring two people did he bring was he like bringing adam and eve was that his deal i think i think the story goes he brought uh, one lady no most of his family so oh that's uh, it's maybe like eight that's sort of but yeah they seeking or you know going so playing they the were, preferential luck they were probably fine but the next generation yeah, oh yeah they, right they didn't have a lot to choose from right and they probably had to be homeschooled too i think they did so i mean not a lot of other kids in the village right. unless you were going to go to school with the baboons Z- zero and the zero social skills but good reading skills oh, really good reading skills yeah well um i think we're going to call it there thanks everyone for listening uh uh, as as always, this is Conprov with Sean, and joining me this week was Isaac Borgo. All right, everyone, tune in next time. Thanks again. <laughs> <laughs>